0: times mean you against the world your pain and pleasures mine times mean you against the world to the odd and hard time times mean you against the world your pain and pleasures mine and the world. hello hello and welcome to another episode of pillow, pillow talk, talk with, with them, them faultins Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. So, hope uh, everyone is having a great holiday season. Yes, you're preparing for uh, your holiday, if it's Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, whatever it is that you are celebrating. We're hoping that everyone is enjoying it. Hoping all you got, you got all your shopping and stuff together, and you're uh, all prepared and ready for the holiday season. So, yes. happy holidays happy to happy uh, everyone that is is listening. And again, we, we thank you guys for listening and checking in yes. with them, Fulton's. Yes, yes. Well,
1: before we get started, I just have to say happy birthday.
0: Well, thank you, thank yes. you.
1: My hubs celebrating a birthday. Yes. Yes. Happy, yeah. happy birthday. Happy, happy,
0: happy, happy, happy.
1: <laughs> You're enjoying yourself.
0: I am. I am. Yes. Yes. We have a wonderful day. Yesterday uh, to celebrate.
1: And what's uh, that date?
0: Uh, December fifteenth. All right. Yes. Went went out with family and um, had a great time. met uh, Met up with family that had we hadn't seen in, in a long in, uh, time, a while. So it was really good to see. Uh, see them. We yes. ate good, went to, went out to this place called Shady Maples. Shady
1: Maples. If you haven't been there, <clears throat> you have to try it. Yeah, if
0: you if you're uh in, in the Pennsylvania. Morgantown area. Yeah, it's uh, in Morgantown PA PA if you can get out there. It is uh just an amazing place with uh just great food. Great and if food. you
1: and if you go there on your birthday you get to eat for free.
0: Yes, yes.
1: And then you yep. have a huge um gift store that's Located on the downstairs area of the establishment. And, I mean, you can get anything there from soup to nuts. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. No. This
0: place is huge. No, truly, truly. Yeah, it it, it really is. It, it's a huge place. I mean, busloads of people yes. come there. Uh, and we experienced that yesterday. Uh, that yes. place was packed, packed yesterday. And there appeared to be a number of bus uh, trips, number of busloads of yes. people that were there. All heading uh, to some type of show or something, but uh, they stop there first to get something to eat. All the food, listen, is it's as fresh, fresh as can be. Yes. I mean, like just fresh from the farm, if you will. Yes. Uh, because you're out there in pretty much farm areas. So everything yeah. out there is farm just. Farm country. So fresh and it's really good. I mean, everything you can imagine to eat is out there.
1: Anything you want.
0: Yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And just. Uh, just a spread of oh my goodness, just crazy, yes. and then desserts out of this world—just all types of cakes and pies and ice creams and custards <laughs> and hope puddings. We, and... Hope
1: we're making you hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really,
0: really. Mm-hmm. Somebody right now is making plans to go to Shady Maple. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. So
1: yeah. like, yes, I just want to take that moment and to say happy birthday to my husband.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you, baby. I appreciate. It. Yeah. So I'm.
1: And I pray that you see many, many
0: more. I'm. I'm the big four zero people. The big four zero. So I've, I've crossed the burning sands. <laughs> I've crossed the burning sands into forty. So yes. it's uh, it's all good. But it's a blessing. I'm really grateful to God for allowing me forty years on this planet. Yes, and I really do look forward to many, 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 more, many more, many more with you. Oh. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Absolutely. And it was the best part of my birthday. Oh, glad I was able to share it yes. with you. Yes, yes. All right. All right. All right. Well let's 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 get into the meat and potatoes of this the here. Meat if, and uh, potatoes. if you notice the the title of this episode is The Ness The Necessity <laughs> of Nepotism. Yes. Yeah, so mm. I'm sure you saw that in the uh, title when you clicked on it. Uh, hopefully, it was something that sparked your interest. Yes, that's why you are here listening and now. We thank
1: you once again for listening. Oh yes,
0: of course, of course. So, the necessity of nepotism is our title for this particular episode. So, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were watching an episode of ABC's comedy blackish. Mhm. Um and this this listen guys, this is a really good show. It um, really is. I, I know when I initially heard the title of it, the title kind of threw me off cuz I was initially like why we got to be blackish? Yes. Why can't we just be black? And all you I know.
1: wanted was for him to give it a chance. That's all <laughs> I wanted. Was for him to give it a chance. And, and he did.
0: Okay, yeah, so I did. So I did. And it is a really good show. Uh stars Anthony Anderson, Tracy Ellis Ross, um Jennifer Lewis uh, Lawrence Fishburn um Dion Cole uh, just just a really uh, great cast of people yes. And if you get an opportunity, check the show out. It's on ABC. I do believe it's Wednesday It's, mm-hmm. I think at eight o'clock. So uh, if you get a chance, right. uh, check 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 this show out, guys. But I, what I like most about it is it's, it's it's a comedy. You know, so you're you're gonna laugh your face off because there are some really funny parts. But at the same time, they really do deal with uh, some issues. And and I, I think I think a few of our episodes may be. Uh, a few of our topics, maybe based off of something that we've seen on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we mentioned in our very first episode that we are, we do love television shows. We watch certain shows together. Yes. Uh, we love movies, things like that. So uh, you may hear us reference uh, this particular show or maybe another show, but definitely Blackish because they're, a lot of times they deal with something that really, um, it, it sparks a conversation with us and then yes. sometimes we kind of have to pause and go let's hold that for a podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know sometimes it, it it's kind of like that but you're
1: always learning something
0: always 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 so this particular episode the title of it was nothing but nepotism mm-hmm. um and so in this particular episode uh the daughter um her name uh is Zoe on the show and she's played by Yara uh Shahadi. um she was Looking for an internship that was required by her school. Mm-hmm. And so she comes to her father, uh, who is played by Anthony Anderson. His name is Dre yes. on the show. And he is a senior vice president of urban marketing for uh, this marketing firm that he works for. So she comes to him and asks him, Was there any way that he could get? Her connected with a fashion company or fashion designer because she's heavy into fashion Mm -hmm. and she wanted to do her internship on fashion. And he immediately turns her down immediately uh, because he doesn't want to appear like he's showing favoritism or, you know, uh, expressing uh, or showing this nepotism mm-hmm. uh, by giving her a leg up. So,
1: In other words, he did not want to help her.
0: Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it, and, it, it and, appeared that way in the beginning.
1: Yeah, in the beginning. Yeah. And I kind of had, my eyes was like, kind of like, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah, which... which <laughs> I'm
1: like, he doesn't want to help her?
0: Which definitely brings us to why we even decided to do this episode, yes. because I felt the same way. Now, of course, his argument was he wanted them to work as hard as he did and didn't want to give them any like free ride. You know what I mean? So I definitely understood that. But in the scheme of things, we don't really want to, we're not here to really discuss the episode from beginning to end. So we're not going to give up much of the episode. Just wanted to give you a quick synopsis. But if you get an opportunity to see this Please episode, watch you'll it. see how it unfolds. Um, but at the same time, it, it really sparked something in me to want to talk about the necessity of nepotism yes you know so uh blackish actually defined nepotism and that was great because if you were watching it you didn't know what they were talking about it was Mm -hmm. great that they defined it we're going to do the same thing here so that it will help us uh, within the episode to really get the point across that we're trying to get across so nepotism is the practice among those with power or influence of favoring relatives or friends Especially by giving them jobs, mm. okay, so so that's the very definition of nepotism. and I, I'm sure if you are in the workforce long enough, you may have seen uh, some form of nepotism yes. at some point you know in I mean? time at at some point in time in uh, your working experience, you may have experienced it, you may may have been you. You may have been uh, a part of it. Nepotism may be the reason why you even have a job today Today, right. or, you know what I mean, or something like that. So, you know, so that's the very definition of it. So so one of the things I wanted to, to find out was because nepotism seems to be this, there seems to be like a negative cloud mm-hmm. over nepotism. So I was wondering, well, is it even illegal? You
1: mm-hmm. know, because oftentimes
0: when you fill out an application for a company one of the questions on the application is do you have any relatives that work here right and oftentimes you may be apprehensive to say that because maybe you did hear about the job because of cousin so-and-so or aunt right. so-and-so or even even, even your parents yeah father. so sometimes you're like what if what happens if I do you know say that and uh it's
1: like that Determine whether I get the job or
0: not. Right, right. You're wondering if that's going to, uh, you know, cause an issue with you right. getting the job. So, and I, so, I wanted to know. Number one is nepotism even, you know, legal. So, uh, what I what I found was that's very good. very interesting. That is good. So, in the private sector, no. I, okay, wait a minute. Let me let me not get ahead of myself. Okay. Let me first say that there actually is a a law, if you will, written. That is an anti-nepotism law, but it is for government jobs. Okay. Okay. How long has that been in so, place? Uh, right it's now? been in place for quite some time. Okay. All right. So it's U.S. Code Title V, Part 3, Subpart B, Chapter 31, Subchapter 1. Okay. <clears throat> and this states, a public official may not appoint, employ, promote, advance, or advocate for appointment employment promotion or advancement in or to a civilian position in the agency in which he is serving or over which he exercises jurisdiction or control any individual who is a relative of the public official so basically wow. all right so it's it's an anti nepotism law in a certain extent what it's saying is if you are a public official, which is a politician right. that holds a certain position, then you cannot employ or well, I says you can't even advocate for employment, which means you can't even suggest someone that is related to you really? to work within the same jurisdiction. Okay. Now,
1: does that work with the president?
0: Yes. Yes, that would. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. So that that yes. means that he couldn't once he's elected president, yeah. he can't bring Uncle Joe in to work um, within a position that he would have jurisdiction over. So
1: that includes yeah. his wife, too.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. I suppose it does. But I mean, she holds her own, right? I know you that know I mean? her own position as first lady, and she does what she does but at the same time she could not be first lady and secretary of state she could not be first lady and his chief of staff Mm -hmm. she couldn't be first lady and his press secretary Wow, you know what i mean so this is so that that in and of itself and okay i wow i understand that and it, it may actually even be A bit counterproductive to the point that I'm trying to make Mm -hmm. in this particular episode.
1: Wait, do you think it caused conflict?
0: What do you mean by conflict?
1: Like within within the family? Why? Because it's too close.
0: I mean, I think that's what that's what they're trying to avoid. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And and I think when when you're speaking of political positions mm-hmm. because there is so much at stake with a political position. Mm-hmm. I mean imagine imagine first lady Michelle Obama as like chief of staff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a chief of staff has to be able to make decisions regarding the presidency that that does not bring personal gain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She she could very well be making some decisions <laughs> as chief of staff, you know, um, okay, so she's chief of staff and there's an intern there that she knows mm-hmm. has the thing for the president or something. So now she fires her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Be- simply because, oh, I didn't like the way she was looking at it. You know, right. I mean, that kind of thing. So yeah, there is that type of uh, issue that could be present there. Hmm. You know, so and again, so because, because politics carry such weight and right. such residual effect. You know what I mean? So therefore hiring, you know, my nephew or something, here I am, I'm a uh, uh, senator so-and-so and I'm going to hire my nephew and bring him in as something that's, again, within, Now, again, it says within your jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, if I was a senator, I could definitely see that that nephew of mine, that that relative of Mm -hmm. mine could get a position in a different jurisdiction. So that made me in a different state. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can see you as a senator. Oh, come on. Senator Fulton. Uh, I can see that. No, we don't need no, no. no, (laughs) Why not? Why? (laughs) You're
1: good at talking and things like that. Problem solving. uh, uh, I can see
0: it. Okay, <laughs> she, Senator Fulton. She could see it. I'm, I'm not. Wh- I
1: wish y'all could see it. See his face. I'm,
0: I'm not even. Okay, <laughs> S- Senator. F- okay, sure, sure, right, right. But, but, so what? It's saying is that I could possibly work on getting my nephew in a position, say, in another state. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I could possibly use the inf- influence in that matter, and right. you know what I mean in that manner, because okay, he's not going to be within mm-hmm. my jurisdiction. All right, so but
1: that also depends on the kind of t- type of power that you have, because you might not even be
0: able to in a course, different state. Of course, of course. Know? Well, what what the hope would be is that my relations with the other state would be good enough because, so that I could mm-hmm. say, "Listen, my nephew is in is in your your state. Could right. you possibly see about you know getting him a position?" So that that's Absolutely. that's what that's about. Awesome. You know. So other than that, mm-hmm. there is no law against nepotism. Okay, in the private sector. And what I mean by private sector is anything outside of a government job. Mm-hmm. There is no, there's no law against it. So, um, so then that brings me to why I feel that it is so, um, so important. Mm-hmm. Why, why I feel that there is a necessity for nepotism <laughs> in the workplace. And please forgive me listeners. I am strictly speaking, from an African American point of view. So I do not mean to offend anyone out there by uh, my my thoughts and views. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I wanna say that right. up front that I I am not in any way trying to offend anyone that may not disagree. And if you if you don't, hey listen, please please comment, please email. Yes. You know what I mean? Love I, 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 I have no problem with an open minded conversation mm-hmm. on this subject, but this is just how I feel. Mm-hmm. And this is based on my own experience. All right. Okay. So, you know, where I am right now, I have seen what I believe is to be a great deal of nepotism. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In, in where I work mm-hmm. right now. And, um, it's uh, it's it's difficult yeah, I was um, say it's probably for difficult. me mm-hmm. because I'm on the outside looking at mm-hmm. it works for those that are benefiting from it um and it's it's it again because it's not it's like this not, not illegal there's nothing mm-hmm. against it you know what I mean it's not like I could uh, blow a whistle or, or mm-hmm. you know be a whistleblower on anything about that uh because it doesn't um it doesn't fall under any category that would make it bad. Mm-hmm. you know, and what I did find out uh, in the private sector, there were three areas where nepotism would be an issue, okay uh one would be uh what is called failure to disclose. Okay. So in other words, if you have a company that is publicly shared, mm-hmm. in other words, you have shareholders yes. in the company, they have the right to know that you have hired someone within the company that is related to you. Okay. And if you kept that and they found out, then that could be an issue. Wow. It's called failure to disclose.
1: Failure to disclose.
0: Yes. So that could be an issue. So okay. they need to know. So for instance, our company, yes. Geek when we get to that point that we are a publicly shared company, the mm-hmm. shareholders have a right to know that our daughter works for the company. Mm-hmm. If we brought our son and our son works for the company, right. there's nothing against it, but they just have the right to, to know. know that it's a family business. And
1: that's only right. You know? Oh yes. That's yes, only right. Yes, I
0: definitely, I, and I that's have I have right. no problem with that. And then the other reason is if there's a clear discrimination, Okay. if you're, if you're able to prove that there is a clear discrimination in the midst of this, the nepotism that's going on, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Then that is that's a red flag, mm-hmm. and then of course the the final one is sexual harassment. Okay. So uh, that again would be something that would be an issue. But if it doesn't fall in any of those categories, then it's okay. It's okay. You know. So again, on on my job, none of that appears to be. I could argue discrimination, but you know, I've never, it's never been said to me to my face. Mm -hmm. Like I would, I would really have to go a huge length to try to prove that all I see is I know that there are people that have another connection that I may or may not have Mm -hmm. that, um, that are getting, you know, one ups and whatnot within the company. So, you know, so it's why I feel so strongly Mm -hmm. about this subject of nepotism. Um, Another reason why, I feel so strongly is because of the statistics. okay. okay.
1: Well, before you go there, I wanted to say that um, in in the family, there used to be a, a business um, that my aunt and grandmother used to run, and it was called Hot Topics, and it was a place where people could come and they could get uh, sandwiches and, mm-hmm. and like hot coffee and things like that. but my aunt you know hired within yes.
0: the family.
1: Yes. Which was a good thing. Yes, and it's unfortunate that that it didn't stay. Yes, but it was a really good concept, and it it kept. You know, we kept it in the family. Yes, and it was really good, yes. and I, it was good.
0: And see, but that's that that's the very essence of a family business. Yes, you know, and and it it happens. Listen, it it happens with Caucasians. Mm-hmm. It happens with. Uh, Hispanics, Latinos, um, it happens yes. with Asians. Asians. You know yes. what I mean. You know, you have um, these families that come over and may open up a restaurant or something. Everybody in there is family. Yes, you know that that works with within the restaurant, and they keep it in, in the, the family. family. You know what I mean. You know, everybody there works within the family. They keep it right there, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm saying. That's 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 the and exact.
1: That is point. what I like about the show, Sweetie Pies.
0: Yes, yes, and that's. Um, what, what, what channel is that babe that's that's own that's own okay mm-hmm. yeah so that's own uh welcome to sweetie pies yes. is another show that we watch is about a, a soul food restaurant or chain of soul food restaurants yes. actually that are located um mm-hmm. uh since she's movies. in st louis yes. and a couple of other areas um
1: and she hires her family and she
0: hires her family yes yes her, her son um is like uh I don't partner. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, but that's that's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Like we, we have to again, especially as black people, yes. we we have to look out for, for, for one another because the, 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 the bottom line is excuse me, the bottom line is is that there there is a definite need. You know, for that, and so you know. Again, I said I wanted to talk uh, statistics real quick. Listen, the unemployment rate for African Americans is actually lower than it has been in recent years. Really? It's at eight percent right now. Okay, which is really good. Okay. However, it's still higher than that of whites. They're at four percent. Hispanics are at six percent. Asians are at two percent. Wow. Unemployment rate. Okay, so we still have the highest unemployment rate, although it it is lower, Mm -hmm. but it's still we still it's still high. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then a a question that I had when I was looking at these numbers was, Okay, so. The number of African-Americans that are employed, how many of those are underemployed or stuck in a dead end position Mm. because there really is no place for them to go because people around them are being promoted and right. pushed up and all that kind of stuff, but they're not, you know what I mean? For, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, now, this is not a discussion about discrimination. This is, and this isn't even an affirmative action discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, this isn't even about that, you know, because, okay, a form, affirmative action was put in place uh, to help give, um, not just African-Americans, mm-hmm. but minorities, period.
1: Right.
0: Um, an opportunity for advancement. There's some that argue that it was reverse racism and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. There is no such thing as reverse racism. People, reverse racism is racism. No such you. thing as reverse racism. <laughs> uh, you know, so so there were those that argued that point, mm-hmm. and you know, there were there were some uh, Caucasians or some in the majority that didn't agree with, and still to this day don't agree with the necessity for affirmative action, mm-hmm. but. That's their opinion. That's how they feel about it. Whatever. I'm saying that even in the midst of affirmative action, Mm -hmm. there still is a huge gap between the advancement of blacks and the advancement of other races. There still is a huge gap. Right. And it's something that we have to fix. Absolutely. We have to be able to fix it. Okay. So, all right, Kenny, fine. (laughs) Fine. There's a necessity for nepotism, whatever. So how do we do it? How do we fix it? All right. Well, good example here. Uh, this is a young man that lives in a neighborhood. Well, I'm sorry. He used to live in the neighborhood that we live in now.
1: Uh uh-huh.
0: um, Who moved out of the neighborhood. He and his wife and their son, they're doing fine. He got a job. Um, I'm not sure right now if I can remember where he, he works. Mm-hmm. But when he got his foot in the door, mm-hmm. he started bringing his friends in. Okay, he started bringing his boys in. Okay, there were there were more positions open, oh, so that's he started awesome. bringing his boys. in. I even heard that he was even driving to the neighborhood to pick them up. Wow! And take them to the job. That's awesome. You know I mean? Now there were some that mm-hmm. didn't well, you know, there's gonna always be some that didn't make it through for right. whatever reason, you know. But there was the initiative that he took, got his foot in the door, right? You know what I mean, and and reached back, and, and helped, and helped his 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 boys, his friends. You know what I mean. That to me is it's a start. Mm-hmm. It's a start. Now there are some companies that will discourage that. You know what I mean. You are trying to bring your boys in, and they kind of mm-hmm. looking at you like, no, no. that's not going to work. Right. You know what I mean. Yeah, so. Some-
1: Companies just want a certain amount of.
0: Oh, oh, you we know. know. <laughs> oh, there's a just quota. A, a quota. Oh, there's a quota. Mm-hmm. Oh no no. There's... Do you
1: know who I feel sorry for a lot? Are the college graduates? You know, because they're working so hard to in their field that they want to be in, and and it's so difficult for them when they come out of college to find a job.
0: Oh, it is. It it is. And so difficult. That's I, I could I could go down a whole nother tangent <laughs> on that uh by itself because I'm I'm beginning to uh really have an indifferent thought about college. Mm-hmm. Um not that college shouldn't exist or people shouldn't go to college, um but I'm really beginning to just have a different mindset about that because Uh, The fact is college tuition is at an all-time high. It is. And it's only going to get higher. It is. You know, there's no relief in sight for for college tuition, Uh, although many politicians have talked about making it more affordable. But uh, I just just don't see it happening. You know what I mean? Because there still is a high demand for it. So, therefore, it's going to be uh, an astronomical price. But you have these students that are coming out of college and a lot of them are a quarter of a million to a half a million dollars in, in debt, debt yeah. when they come out of college. And a conversation I had with you earlier mm-hmm. when I talked about um, the, the job alerts that I'm getting and you get you look at a, a particular job description and in addition to the bachelor's degree they're required right. and they want five plus years, years experience of experience mm-hmm. in the field. And I, I think I said to you. I said, "So, how do you get the experience?" Right. If they don't, if, if every job you. wants you to have the experience, right? You know what I mean? Like, how how does that happen? Right. You know. And yeah, there are a bunch of them that go to college for something, come out with this degree, and end up having to work at Walmart or something, right? You know, just to kind of make ends meet. Ends meet. You know, yeah. because
1: to pay that college they, tuition, they,
0: they just can't get. Their foot in the doors. Okay, so then now you're you're working at Walmart. Okay, you're at Walmart. Mm-hmm. And it's nowhere near the field that, that you took college courses for. Right. You still need the experience, though, to get into this area. Mm-hmm. But you can't get the entry-level job to get into the field. So now you now you're just at Walmart.
1: Right. You
0: know what I mean? So then what happens? This is what I'm saying, mm-hmm. you know? So why not? There needs to be somebody in place that is reaching back and giving our young brothers people, and sisters, sisters help a chance.
1: Well, I just want to say for those college graduates that are listening, that don't give up. Don't give up. Just keep pressing towards your mark and your goal. Don't give up. Yes, definitely. Don't give definitely. up. And,
0: and, you know, as I'm as we're having this conversation, I'm just... I'm like, God, you, you know, my heart, man. Mm-hmm. like, like my heart would be for, for us to have some type of nice sized company that we can give.
1: Oh, what's coming?
0: You know what I mean? Young people,
1: <laughs> they're shot. Absolutely. You know
0: what I mean? give them that, that step that they need, you know, because it's a good grief. Lord knows. And, and now.
1: Oh, yeah now with More than ever. with
0: you know with with the election of Donald Trump as the next president of the United States you have this there is a resurgence mm-hmm. if you will mm-hmm. of this white nationalist movement and it's it's amazing mm-hmm. to me this white nationalist movement I heard something the other day where it's saying that White supremacists—they're dropping the supremacist part. Really? And now they're just calling themselves white nationalists. And listen,
1: this if, is real stuff. If people. you don't
0: understand what that means, it's—it's really—it's—it's it's huge. Mm-hmm. Okay, because the supremacy idea, or the supremacist idea, and the nationalist idea, are. They're rooted in the same thing, Mm -hmm. but they have some serious differences. Okay, that that in in respect to how the person sees themselves. Okay, okay. So to be a white supremacist is to say I believe that the white race is the supreme race, and every other race is inferior to us. Okay, so that's so are
1: they trying to say that to justify
0: a little bit? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because that's white, what it seems like Because to me. white nationalist is supposed to have a less harsh bite than white supremacist. Okay. But here's the thing. Whereas a supremacist has the idea that, okay, I think I'm supreme mm-hmm. to everyone else, a white nationalist believes that this is a white country. Okay so in their trying mind to make get a
1: broader spectrum. Yes,
0: it's a broader spectrum than to just say, mm-hmm. oh I feel like I'm superior.
1: So it's a play on words.
0: It really is.
1: That's <laughs> all that it is. It
0: really is, but it goes to show where their mindsets are. You know what I'm saying? It it really goes to to show um what what they're thinking and why <laughs> coming back to the central point here, why it is important for us as African-Americans to get into these positions of authority, of influence, Mm -hmm. okay? And then turn around and help your brothers and sisters. It's so important because the white nationalists are doing their thing, okay? Mm -hmm. They are trying to position themselves, in place where they can help their their families, their brothers, their sisters, mm-hmm. their mothers, their fathers, their sons, their daughters. You know what I mean? Like, they they're, they're putting themselves in that position. Mm-hmm. So we need to be doing the same, the same thing. thing. The same thing. And I need people to understand that it does not take billions of dollars to do it
1: that's true okay
0: i need people
1: They also would want to have or want the help too you know what i mean when you offering the help they have to want it
0: yes 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 um
1: they have to want it
0: they definitely have to want it um and let me say again that you you don't need billions of dollars OK, you do not need billions of dollars to to do this. You just you just simply don't. Um, but you're right, baby. They do have to want it.
1: Have to want it. You
0: know, but that requires that requires a change of mindset.
1: That's what I was getting ready to say. You have to have the mindset. Yes. To want to better yourself. Yes. And change. Yes. Not just for yourself, but for your family.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So, but then even in the midst of that, <clears throat> excuse me, there has to be a change of mindset about your environment, about absolutely. your surroundings. We absolutely have to get away from this mentality that because because white America. Is doing what they're doing, Mm -hmm. okay? And we see the advancement and all that kind of stuff there. We have to get out of this mindset that, oh, well, we're just doomed. Mm -hmm. We gotta get this white man holding us back mentality out of our heads. We have to get because it's not them holding us back. No, it's just your your own self holding yourself back. It's us. Now, it is is it. Is it, is it harder? Of course it is. Of course it is. I, I Listen, I have made the analogy ever since watching that documentary, 13th, on Netflix. And
1: if you haven't seen it, please, please watch it.
0: Yes, indeed.
1: Please indeed.
0: watch it. But ever since watching that show, I made the analogy that being black in America is like starting a football game. Okay? You're on a team mm-hmm. playing a football game and at the and at the opening kickoff, mm-hmm. you're already down three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So you're already down 21 nothing at the opening kickoff. Jeez, okay? Please. And you're just getting the ball, you're already down three touchdowns, but then every time you get close to scoring, some bogus penalty comes mm-hmm. to knock you back a few yards. That's that is my analogy of being black in America. I I once saw this uh, animated description one time, which I thought was amazing, and it showed it actually showed uh, a black man and I think a young woman, and it showed the obstacles that are thrown in the way. So there was there was a white man, a black man, and a young woman. I know it sounds like black man, Chinese man. Chinese man. Sounds like sounds like white man, black man, Chinese man. Sounds like, sound like so the beginning of a joke. I know. But there was a white man, a black man, and a woman. They were on a, a track. They were mm-hmm. running track. And the gun goes off. The white man takes off. Um, but like the, the black guy, the first thing he had to do was like dig out of a hole or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That was like the very first thing he had to do. Then once he got out of that, then there was like a wall in front of him. Mm-hmm. Now, now the, the woman took off. She was able to run evenly with the white man for a little while. But then there was something that began to slow her down. Meanwhile, the white guy's gone. Like, there are absolutely no obstacles in front of him. Mm-hmm. He's just running. But the black man and the woman were facing all of these different obstacles trying to get. I think at one point, the black man's track changed wow. or something. It was man, It was such an interesting.
1: How long um, ago did you see that?
0: This was, oh, man, this was months ago.
1: Wow.
0: I uh, may have to try to. Uh, look it up as if I can't find it mm-hmm. again, but it was it was it was so accurate mm-hmm. that it wasn't even funny. It was so accurate with how it described the advantage in white America and and white males really, because the woman I do believe was white as well. But it go but it goes to show that although the white woman thought that she was going to be have just the same advantages as mm-hmm. the white man did, she didn't she because did she was not. female. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. It. I it mean, but it, it was so accurate that it was just, it was, it was amazing. I
1: wonder if she slowed down because of, like, family.
0: It wasn't family, but there was, there was something that was thrown in her way. Well,
1: I hope you find that, because I really want to see that.
0: Yeah, I need to, I need to, I don't even know I what, really the, see that. what the title of it was, or how to even word it. You'll to find, it. find
1: it. You'll find but, it.
0: But, yeah, I definitely need to find that. Yeah, I, I don't know what it was. But there was some obstacle that was thrown in her way that slowed her down. Okay. You know what I mean? It kept and kept her from going. And
1: um, so did the black guy ever was he able to take off?
0: I no, he moved, but it was just it was one obstacle after another. Wow. One obstacle.
1: Did that after continue another. to the end? It did. Wow.
0: It did. It it yes. It was oh man. It was it was so important. It was it was ridiculous. Wow. It really was. So I mean it's so, you know, oh my goodness. But, like, but so that makes me think of, like, executive producer Ava DuVernay mm-hmm. and what she has done.
1: And what's, what's her show?
0: Uh, with um, Queen Sugar. Okay. What, what she has done with that show, um, with the fact that every director was, was a female. Like, she saw the need. Mm-hmm. And these were all people that she knew. Who had done like independent projects, things mm-hmm. like that, and she knew that they weren't getting the recognition that, that they deserve. deserved. So she put her on. You know, it's the same thing Oprah's awesome. doing with with OWN Network. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? She is bringing and in Tala Perry, people, her friends, mm-hmm. her colleagues. She's bringing them in, giving them opportunities that they aren't getting anyplace else. This is the essence of nepotism you know what i mean if you ask me then someone might argue that maybe it's not or whatever but i believe that it is Mm -hmm. it's about being in a position of influence and where i I know nepotism really is more about family Mm -hmm. but heck, we black we all family (laughs) so
1: (laughs) now this just came to my mind um i was thinking about raven simone okay and how she did her show you know when she was younger that's So Raven. And after, you know, that had that that run, she got on The View. Okay. And, um, you know, co-host on that show and everything. And she just recently, I do believe, left The View because she got called to do that So Raven again. Okay. As, you know, I guess as an adult. Now, she had a, a co-host, and I do believe his name is, um, oh, God, his name Lando. Brown, I think that's his name, but he was the guy that was her friend on the show back in the day, and it's like, I'm not sure what happened with their relationship, but I think that he's upset with her now because he feels like um, she's not helping him in his career of getting back on the show, and it's like his career has like gone down, like he doesn't even look the same. And okay. everything. And I think he feels like she's not helping him. and Like he's bashing her and all that kind of stuff. But I think she done what she could over the years to help him and be his friend and things like that. And I think he's just taking it out there. So I was thinking of that, you know, as a form of nepotism with her helping him. But he feels as though she's not now.
0: Okay, I, 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 yeah, I don't, I don't know the, I don't know the particulars of of, (laughs) of this story. No, I know the show. Okay, I know that, so Raven, and I know, Mm -hmm. I know the young man you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know the particulars of this, of the story. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know the dynamic of their relationship. So they were
1: really close. No,
0: I get that. almost like brothers. But I'm saying now, I'm saying today, or what has happened. Between then and now. Mm -hmm. You know, so when you hear in a situation like that, because listen, those stories are everywhere, okay, Mm -hmm. of someone who was a friend of someone that person gets on or something. They may have brought them on for a certain amount of time, but then now they're on the outs and the person that gets out of it is the one that's always quick to say mm-hmm. oh now they're not helping me right. now they're not doing anything for me you know um and i think going back to the blackish episode uh anthony Ar- anderson's character dre that was one of the things he was trying to avoid with zoe was he didn't want her to feel privileged mm-hmm. okay which is an attitude that some people can get. Again, that's where I'm at with the whole black people with the white man holding us down, all that kind of stuff. We we get so stuck on the things that have been given to us to assist us. Mm-hmm. We get stuck right there, okay? There, there are programs in place that are to help some that have reached a, a low point in their lives, you know, different things like that you know, the welfare and all that kind of stuff. But we oftentimes we get we get stuck there. Mm-hmm. And then we think that everything needs to be handed to us. Mm-hmm. And that's not those aren't the people I'm talking about here that need the help. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about those that are genuinely mm-hmm. out there with great visions, great ideas, genuinely trying to make it mm-hmm. and are having the hardest time breaking into a certain career or a certain job. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones, I'm not talking about these that are sitting at home on their behind, simply, oh, I'm waiting for, you know what I mean, a job to fall on my lap or whatever like that. Um, I'm not saying that that's this young man, mm-hmm. but I don't know, we don't know mm-hmm. what has happened between him and Raven right. from the end and of that so Raven to now. right there, there could have been a falling out or something.
1: I think it might have been. But um, getting back to the blackish episode, dre he didn't he didn't even know his daughter's talent though he, right he didn't right. know the things that she was capable of doing right and he was so he was so just like, don't don't help her, you know, right, don't help her put her in the mail room
0: right well that <laughs> that was when he finally did see that she got the internship. then once he got her there then he thought that. In turn, meant flunky, mm-hmm. and he he wanted them to treat her as bad as possible right. again because he thought that he was teaching her some type of lesson. He he, but she in turn think, t-
1: taught him a lesson, right?
0: Because he didn't think that she had the proper work ethic, mm-hmm. but in essence, she did mm-hmm. because she was placed in a position in a role that that she excelled in. Mm-hmm. And that she loved. Mm-hmm. So because it was something she had a passion for, she was able to excel on her own mm-hmm. with without his help. Right. And but and that's that's the that's that's the, the point I'm trying to make is all she needed was the open door. Right. She didn't need him to walk her through it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? Like, okay, now that daddy's got you in the door. Right. Now, Daddy's calling in favors. That wasn't even what she was asking for. Mm-hmm. She was literally asking for a foot in. Mm-hmm. That's all. And there are so many of us out here that are just asking for a foot in. I respect LeBron James.
1: Absolutely. For
0: what he did for his boys, for his homies. Mm-hmm. Okay. These cats that he grew up with, when LeBron got on, he brought them on, but he didn't bring them on as paid flunkies. Mm-hmm. He put them he gave them jobs. They run his corporation. Yes, they they do. run his brand. Yes, they do. You know what I mean? So he brought them in and he gave them jobs. So so what that did was it gave them a sense of ownership, mm-hmm. a sense of responsibility. Yeah. And, you know, so these guys are now business men. You know what I mean? Um. So that's, that's why I respect him so much.
1: Absolutely. Because he
0: didn't just turn around and go back to the hood and Pick three or four cronies, and okay, you guys come roll with me. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to do nothing, but I'm gonna keep money in your pocket. No, he gave them boys jobs. They're they're earning their keep, but he gave them an opportunity mm-hmm. where someone else may not
1: have. And then they have the mindset to say, "Yes, I can. Yes, I can do this. Exactly, I can do this. Exactly, I can be. I can be CEO. Yes, I can yes. own something.
0: So now, so now, imagine then what I that can does. give back. Right imagine what that does to to now their children, their younger ones, absolutely you know what I mean, so now they bring them in, mm-hmm. you know what I mean so no this this nepotism thing here that I, that I'm talking about is not about just flinging privilege and just bringing people on for the sake of bringing them on. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about finding the genuine need in someone mm-hmm. that you know has the passion. And the the, the the will and everything to do what you're going to place them in a position to do. Yes. You know what I mean? And then give some people just need an opportunity. Just an opportunity. They just need an opportunity. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: That's like I always say, all we need is that one hit. Well,
0: yes. Well, yes, <laughs> but that's why we're going to keep grinding. Oh, absolutely. That's why we're not going to stop. I don't I don't care who does or does not listen to this podcast. All we need is that one. Only that, that one. one person to hear this and go, "Wow, they all right." I like the way <laughs> like the conversation them. flows. Absolutely, you know. My my my, my boy Basim was talking to him the other day, and he said, "Man, who knows? Somebody someday might ask you wife to do like a, a radio show, oh, that was or something. great. You know what I'm saying? Like he was, man, Basim. He's been so yes. encouraging. We you love you, I mean?
1: Basim. Yeah, we
0: do, man. We love you so much, dude. Like he has been. Oh my goodness, like." I'm so glad that God has placed him in in our lives, man. Absolutely. And I look forward to uh, us working together, and, and I always and
1: look forward to your feedback. Growing together,
0: yes, yes,
1: man. absolutely,
0: definitely. So I hope we didn't step on your toes this episode, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
0: right, boy. Calls you out, man. Hope we didn't step on your toes <laughs> in this episode. We love you, dog. Hope, hope, hope this one helps you out, man. Yes. Hope you like this one. Tell your friends, <laughs> and they'll tell a friend, <laughs> and they'll tell a friend, and so on, and so and on, so on. <laughs> and so on, and so on. And then Fulton's are growing.
1: Oh. Absolutely. Yes. 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 Oh, I love your smile.
0: I love yours too. Oh. Yes. Most definitely. Most (laughs) definitely. Well. Well. I think that about does it.
1: I think that about sums it up.
0: Yes, I I think we've had we covered that one. Yeah. Yeah, That's good. Well. High
1: five. (laughs) 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 He wasn't expecting that.
0: I was not. I was not. Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right, China, where can they find you?
1: Well, if you don't already know, you can find me on Facebook at China Fulton. You can find me on Instagram as Amber Day. That's A M B E R D A Y E. And you can find me also on Twitter as China38.
0: Alright, alright. And what about you? And you can find me on Facebook Kenneth J. Fulton J. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at The Disciple D-I-S-C-I-P-L-E 7-6 The Disciple 7-6 I'm also on Instagram as The Disciple 7-6 uh, We are on Instagram oh, together as are. Dem Fultons Dem Fultons. Dem Fultons And as always, you can email us with any comments, any questions, any concerns. Oh,
1: our website.
0: Yes, you can email us at podcast at gmail.com. G-Mail. And yes, last but not least, as my wife has so eloquently put, please catch the website. That is www.demfultons.com. You can catch the latest episode of our podcast there. You can sample... Our EP, you can purchase our EP there. Uh, You can sample an unreleased song, uh, the song that uh, played at the beginning and will play at the end of this podcast, Against the World, which was written and performed by us. That song is also on our website. You can also subscribe by email to Dem Fultons through our website, and you will be the the first to be updated on new episodes of the podcast and any new music that we put out as well as yes. personal appearances. Oh my. Yes, yes.
1: My, you are somebody.
0: You are somebody. <laughs> I keep asking you, have you met have you? Have you met you? <laughs> yes, oh, I, I have. I think it's
1: time for you to meet me.
0: Yes, well it's an honor, it's a pleasure. It's an
1: honor and a pleasure. For you to meet for me. For you to meet me. That's right,
0: that's <laughs> right. So, once again people we thank you we so, thank you so, much so much for being tuned in to them Fultons. Thank you for our listeners man those that have liked our page on facebook thank you uh, thank you those that have been to the website uh those that are listening by way of soundcloud by way of stitcher uh we just thank you guys so 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 much. much please continue to ride with us please we've got so many exciting things coming uh our next episode is going to be uh, the top five things you need to be doing in 2017. Mm. So that is an episode you definitely you don't want wanna miss to miss. Tune in. as we get ready to close <laughs> out this year. We are going to give you some tips on how to make your 2017 Absolutely a bomb year, prosperous. So you want to you want to check that out. All right. All right. So I guess that's it. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate we'll you. We'll talk to you again, real right. real soon.
1: Real soon. Peace. Peace.